When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh. I'm all man when it comes to the crust. Yeah. SpaghettiOs is a soup. Wow. I'm a man of many earth tones. Oh. Yeah, I think Cheerios are still Who hot. Cheerios? Cheerios are hot, babe. Ooh. It's like an avocado. It's raw. The deuce. Hey, remember when the you um, insulted and belittled that Asian lady for her ethnicity on stage oh and God. the crowd quite rightly turned on you for quite the, rightly bullshit for the quite rightly identifying nothing. you correctly as the the vicious ignorant hate monger that you are <laughs> and then you had the gall to defend your hate mongering until <laughs> um, yeah what about it? a friend of ours named Molly reached out to us oh, yeah, M-A-L-I and said I hope I'm saying her name correctly. And we said this the last time. And so, yeah, and I still hope I'm saying it correctly. I feel like you are Molly, Molly, Molly could be would be could be Molly. Yeah, right. That's 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 mm, what I I'm saying. Like it's Molly though. I think it's up in the air. Like Bali, Molly. It's not Bali. It's true. Unless it's the casino in AC. Yeah. Did you ever party in AC? Heck yeah. Really? Heck yeah. I'm I'm so I'm so proud to say I've never set foot inside an Atlantic City casino. That face tells a different story. It's true. I've been to Vegas a million times, but what did Molly say? As Drew Carey once said, Las Vegas is like going to sleep with a beautiful woman and waking up to find your wallet missing. And Atlantic City is like getting robbed by a crack addict. Oh wow. That's poignant. Yeah. He would know. He would, yeah. Oh. Oh. You think... I don't know anything. I just wanted to make a face to see if I could convince you otherwise, and I did. <clears throat> Success. I bet, he, I, bet, I bet Drew Carey has paid for sex. Oh, for sure. For sure. Do you know that, or do you feel like you... I'll never tell you. Huh. Never tell you if I know or if I don't know. I'd be... What would motivate a guy like him to pay for sex? Because I, I, I read his... Having never been a, a big fan of his, I didn't have a strong feeling about him one way or another. Didn't have a strong feeling about his TV show one way or another. One time I was at BJ's Warehouse. I love a BJ's. Right, yeah. Pff, who doesn't Where's love BJ's? It? Did Costco give <coughs> the end to BJ's? And then, yeah, now there's a restaurant chain called BJ's. Completely unrelated. Can't hold a candle. And I used to rummage through their book section sometimes, and they'd always have like the clearance section where books are like two bucks. Yeah. So I got Drew Carey's book just because it was like virtually free. And I really, it really stayed with me because he was very um, uh, transparent about, mm. you know, how he had suffered from low self-esteem and, and, you know, enjoying the success when it came. And I think he was pretty open about like nobody, ugly women didn't want to sleep with me. And now all of a sudden, gorgeous women do. And I'm never going to lose sight of the fact that I, I know that I didn't change. So, uh, but I'll, sure, if you want to hook up with me all of a sudden, that's great. That's great. And it didn't seem like he would have trouble finding floozies and or bimbos who would, like an endless supply of them, who would sleep with him for free. So I wonder if we can safely assume that he has paid for sex. What would it be? Like um, Charlie Sheen has quoted Cary Grant saying, you don't pay a prostitute to sleep with you. You pay her to leave afterward. Whoa. But if you're a certain kind of celebrity type who wants to have no strings attached sex, a lot of women will um, offer no strings attached sex that ends up having lots of strings. Oh yeah, they're sewing the strings in Exa exactly having sex with you. So that's why would Cary Grant, why would Charlie Sheen pay for sex with a prostitute? Because... Hugh Grant. Right, exactly. Well, I think because you get to that level of power and you want something a little devious. Well, I think with Hugh Grant, it was fairly obvious that he, um, he's like the guy that marries 
the like the Tiger Woods, you know, marries the girl who has the right vibe to show the world while still indulging in his more deviant predilections. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I think for Hugh Grant, it was like, hell yeah, I have Liz Hurley, which, um, you know, there's only so many British movie star celebrities in the world. I'm the current, there's like kind of always one or two really handsome yeah, British at actors at any given Colin time. Colin Firth for a long time. Right. And, and he was and Colin the, Farrell. He oh, no, was, he's, is he Irish? Colin Farrell's Colin Irish. Colin Farrell's Irish, yeah. he's Irish. And so, um, but still close enough. Same thing. UK, it's all the same thing. Welsh, nobody cares. Um, <laughs> so it just made, in the same way that like, I, I don't, do you think like. I'm going to reapply while you do this. Sure. I feel like I'm missing some. Do you think. Kanye West and or Kim Kardashian ever actually looked at one another and were like, wow, like I'm just getting a strong animal vibe off of you. Like I feel a real deep connection. We we either click on a personal level or we click on a sexual level. Or do you think it was just I'm the most famous guy and you're the most famous chick. So we're together now. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think on that level, Hugh Grant, Liz Hurley just like made sense on it was like a royal marriage kind yeah of thing, right and so he couldn't what was the girl's name divine brown the the the, the prostitute that he i was mean i don't keep that in my head you have that information just in your head divine brown that's where i got why it is that from? in your brain look her up why would you know that it's a um, bizarre fact to keep in your <coughs> because i can't swap out all the things in my brain that i no longer wish to have for all of the new things that i would like to replace them with if I could pay for like a a, a like like a hazmat yep. company it's to find Brown, right? Brown, you know, like a hazmat company that'll come out and clean out uh, 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 an apartment that some meth heads ruined, so normal people, upstanding citizens, can live there again. If I could get a hazmat unit to go through my brain and take out the Divine Browns of the world, thereby creating space for me to like, yeah, there she was, Divine. What other word could you possibly have for that uh, heavenly creature walking amongst us mortals? <laughs> but he wanted the slum. He wanted to slum, but he didn't want to own the slumming. He wanted to. It's a kink. Yeah, a little bit of a kink. What, what I, I, got us I, on I, this I, subject? I've had a bit. I've had a bit of that too. I guess not necessarily sexually, but yes, also a little bit sexually. But even uh, I've had like the friends. Where when I was like getting a little older and I was like, okay, I can't just be like fucked up all the time. It's just, this is ridiculous. I still had like the one or two friends that was like, you know, I haven't been like a mess in a few weeks. I'm going to go hang out with those guys, you know? And uh, that was ne- they were never going to be my roommates. Right. I just liked having that kind of thing to go and wallow in that level of filth. What got us wallowing in this filth? Something brought us here. Hugh Grant prostitutes. Why do celebrities get prostitutes? Let's, oh, we're going all the way back to uh, oh, Atl- oh, Atlantic City. Drew Carey. Why would Drew Carey? And I talked. I brought up Drew. You're talking about Harry because I said ba- Bally's, which might be her. Our, our friend's name. All might right, be Molly. Molly might Molly's be question. Here we go. Molly sent us something. So why would Drew Carey? pay for sex if there are there's for sure women who what even to this day drew carey can just get laid if he wants to i know that oh it's it's that it's power and it's like boredom you get you can when you get everything you want you want everything you can get okay that's what i think all right what's molly say she says thanks for answering my question because she addressed your hate mongering where um... (laughs) stop calling it hate mongering (laughs) There's fishmongers. Don't you can't give energy to that. People are gonna think I'm a hateful person. Nobody listens to this. Um and uh and 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 what she said was that as an Asian American, she's tired and has been for some time tired of being the Asian lady. She just wants to be the lady. Is this a new thing? I thought she already said that. No, she said that. Mm-hmm. To which you replied whatever and, and she replied to your reply. Oh, okay. Here's what it is. Thank you for answering my ongoing conversation. Thank you for answering my question. I understand you weren't coming from a place of maliciousness, Jesse May. Something I've been pondering, though, and I feel like I'm teeing you up here. Are Americans getting more and more sensitive with each generation, or are we more apt to call people out for potentially hurtful and insensitive comments? All I know is that 
Um, all I know if is that no one ever stuck up for me in high school, but maybe someone would in the present day. Wait, say say the 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 two things again, because that, that are people right. getting more and more, and you know, by implication, too sensitive, mm-hmm. or are we just more apt to call people out? for potentially hurtful and insensitive comments? Of course, the answer is some combination of... Yeah, I would think a combination. We always call people out in high school. Nobody got away with much. My mother didn't raise us like that. If somebody said something inappropriate, we mm-hmm. were raised to defend ourselves. Right, and... but I think there's just a different idea of what, what was on the list of the inappropriateness. Well, it ranged from... She always told us to be careful of grown men being inappropriate adults respecting children she always said you know even though they're adults you still have to have a level of respect for a child she gave us the gamut on like what we could expect and especially as women we were more and girls we were more prone to abuse and and being vulnerable so she kind of warned us of all of that it's probably a combo of both but we always defended I remember us defending our neighbors. There were like all sorts of kids that grew up around us. We had my sister's best friends across the street were from, from Vietnam. So we had these kids there and kids from other neighborhood would come and try and like mess with them and say, you know, rude things to them. And we would defend them. Like I remember us having like race wars right. <laughs> on our front doorstep growing up in, in the late 80s. I don't think it's ever going to change. I think it's just the way humans are. I, I think um, we're always going to be destructive and it gets cyclical. I think we're always going to, there's going to be a group of people who stand up and there's going to be people who don't and there's going to be evolutions of sensitivities to words and the way we talk to people evolves. But I also think it comes back because we forget history. We have mm. this amazing ability just to forget that things have happened and we repeat them again. Yeah. Um, I think the bigger issue is we get caught up in the smaller issues and we overcomplicate what it's like to be humans. And it's obviously so difficult because we all come from different places and we experience so many different individual stressors and racisms and microaggressions and us having to be, you know, defend ourselves as women. All that is so different amongst people. But I think essentially if we just got down to the basics of treating each other well and that starts at the home it starts like being a parent like how you yeah how you raise your kids right well, i think we are um uh, there's a a writer who i interviewed on the telly show named Rutger Bregman who pointed out that you know people will say that the statistics of you know race crimes or hate crimes are high or rising or whatever but i think he makes a good point that what we qualify what qualifies as that um, the the goalpost has moved quite a bit, you know, yeah. like the, a controversy, a mild but real controversy that came out of NBA All Star Weekend was there's some Asian American entertainer and actor I, mean, I didn't recognize him, but he played in like the celebrity game and the wacky in arena pump you up crew decided to do a celebrity lookalike thing. And they put the camera on him. This is in Utah, which makes it worse because it's like the whitest place in America. They put a camera on him and then they put a camera on like the only Asian guy there who by all accounts looked absolutely nothing like the dude. And basically that it's back to the old trope of Asian people all looking the same. And, you know, you would never, ever, ever just pick out some white player in the crowd. Just be like, just find a white guy. They they, they look like each other. They all look like each other because that's not the way white people feel about other white people. Right. So it came out as this little controversy. The guy was like, I'm very happy that I was there. I had a good time, but that part wasn't cool at all. And that is um, an incident, an unfortunate incident of a racial nature that happened at NBA All-Star Weekend. Right. That sounds like something that would happen like in the 50s. Well, in the 1960s, what I was going to say is I've been meaning to watch this documentary on Netflix about Bill Russell, the winningest player in NBA history. Oh, yeah, I passed yeah. that. I was going to watch it too, but not yet. So he led the Celtics to 10 or 11 championships. Like, really stunning. More than Michael Jordan and uh, LeBron James combined. Damn. And somebody broke into his house and took a shit in his bed. That sounds like some spiteful woman move. I think it was a racist fan. So my point is, do they was that 
I think I, 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 I haven't seen the documentary yet, but I believe Want me so. to Google it? Go for it. Yeah. But my point is... What's his name we, again? We, we are still... Um, Bill Russell. But the point is, it is true to say, ah, and after all these years, we're still dealing with racism. But the nature of the incidents, like that, that would be... Nobody would be on board with anybody doing that to a black player in 2023. Like 1% of the population would think that that's cool. So, we, so despite the fact that everyone is so offended all the time, we actually have gotten quite a bit better at being respectful and understanding towards one another. And I think that that's the, that, that is um, the author Rutger Bregman's point, And I think I agree with it. So they say one year after fans broke into Bill Russell's home, Oh, so fans broke into Bill Russell's home, spray painted racist words in the living room, mm. smashed his trophy case, and defecated in his bed. Ah, so yeah, I think it's fair to say. Wow. Yeah. And that and and that... And, and, and the I mean to to make it even worse, um, not like it's okay to do that to anybody, but Bill Russell is like this amazing, like just was put on earth to be this like human ambassador right. for human awesome. He's not just a guy who's winning the championship for your fucking <laughs> racist actually city. amazing. Human Every being. single year. He's also an amazing human being who just recently passed away. Yeah. People are terrible. I, I think people have been terrible throughout history and I think people are getting better. I do think as well. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think people will always be terrible at some point and people yeah. will always be getting better. And all we can do is be, um, more grateful and I think more compassionate. Speaking. Like, mm -hmm, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you know, when we get angry, it's a simple example, but driving behind somebody who's driving slowly. I think I've gotten better with that. You well, know, because every now and again, I drive in the car with my parents back in Jersey. Yeah. And, and they I drive just, slow. Like, and, and I'm like, right. Every person some that people are, drives me fucking crazy is, that's my dad. Some people are. Got to take their shit there's something wrong with them or they can't see as well. They're old. They, yeah. They're incapacitated. They shouldn't be Here, driving. Here's another thing. Sometimes you do drive behind somebody who's going like 12 miles an hour. And then when you finally get around him, you have to look and go, what the fuck is wrong with this person? And it is some like old person. Who's yeah. Like, well, here's the thing. Would you prefer that person did 50? Cause that's not going to end well. I prefer they're off the road, but one time I was driving. They're not going to be off the road. If, you, if we're not going to make people take a driving test every two years, once you turn 70, if that person's on the road, good that they're doing eight miles an hour. Yeah, it is good. And one time I was driving behind this chick who was driving like that. I pulled up around her and she was eating a bowl of soup. Yeah. She had a bowl of soup with a soup bowl and a, like a metal spoon. Yeah. She was in the zone. Who eats soup? Soup's the least portable food there is. You can't even move around the house with it. At least have the decency to let it cool off a little bit and then get one of those boba straws. She wasn't even doing that. She had you, could, you, could, you could chowder in your car. You could car chowder. You could totally <gasps> car chowder, but she had the spoon. Open. She was... No, I know. That's Driving, wrong. cooling off the soup on does the Panera, Does Panera do that? Does Panera serve like... Because if your soup is like 130 degrees... It'll be hot it'll soup. be it'll be warm enough to qualify as like this is not cold soup this is warm but it'll be cool enough that it won't melt a straw. I feel That's like, right because our straws. Ugh, I I can't. No, I'm not talking about the whole paper plastic I know. straw thing. But I'm saying like I think we could have a business where soup straws. Where yeah, it's it's to go soups like and, a yeti straw and you get it yeah and it's it, like a boba straw right so it's a thicker one so you can still have chowder you can still have big chunks do you want to suck chowder yes and get a clam logged in your neck i i i don't i don't find drinking things as life-threatening as you do maybe that's because you're a parent and you have to eat on the run i like to enjoy no, I and savor. i don't i don't i hate eating in my car I, I think it's almost, the least I will almost dignified thing to do. Yeah. You should, eating and sitting down and like actually eating your food is a luxury that a few, that few people will recognize. Everybody has their things on which they won't compromise. And when people say, Ow. well, I just don't have time. Like I, I had to go get a fast food burger and eat it in my car. Oh, I've been a comic on the road. So much of my food has been consumed over four wheels that are moving and it's so depressing. Yeah, I will. I think in my opinion, it seems to me that about 25% of people who eat in their car because they have to eat in their car 
have to. Yes. And the other 75 are just deep down inside, not all that bummed out by it. Yeah. And, they and don't... I am fucking bummed out by it. And, and it's one of the reasons why, you know, I, I make a lot, a lot, a lot of my food and it's really, really time consuming. And I would have more time to lay around and, and, and you know, I'm always saying I'm so busy. I, I could probably spend more time on the couch if I just got a bunch of Panera shit delivered. But it's but not, it's just, gross. it's just not how I want to live. And I'm if sorry, and if Panera's how, gross. It is gross. And if you want to be- soups are in bags. Really? They're in plastic bags. They heat them up in the bag. That ain't, that's going to be something we're going to look back on. Future generations are. So not. how are we even doing that now? Yeah. That's how they heat up everything. You ever, Present, you ever see those videos? No. Ugh. Don't eat at Panera. Sorry. And if you sponsor us, eat at Panera. Well, but don't eat at Panera. Speaking of the past, the present, and the future. Yeah. I came across this thing and it was on Twitter and it was, it's so crazy that I didn't think it was real. And I think you'd get a kick out of this, but I think it is. I verified with a source that this is probably an actual real thing. This guy who's like a college professor somewhere named Paul Ferry. What? It just sounds like a fake name. Paulston Ferry. Now we're getting closer. Is Paul short for anything? Polyard, obviously. Hmm? Polyard. Polyard. <laughs> Polyum. Polyum. <laughs> Pillard. He found a whole bunch of predictions people made in 1923. Ooh, I'm here for it. About what the world would be like 100 years later. Give me, give me all mm -hmm. of. Isn't this fun? I was just gonna say. Yeah. You know what I was gonna say? What? Nosferatu. <laughs> you know, you know, you know like the, the creepy guy who predicts the future. Nosferatu <laughs> used to suck out your blood yeah. and predict the future. Everybody yeah. knows that old guy. That's like my dad, and he's like my my, my dad who one time said, uh, "I I get no respect." You know, like Rodney King. <laughs> who was Nostradamus? Nostradamus. Oh, do you want to know the historical figure? No, but wait. F before we forget, go on your. T tell me I'm, this. I'm just the, the whole goddamn show. I've got 17 of these. I know, but I want to hear the the things. Okay. So a list of predictions. I don't know who actually wrote this. It, he literally just copied and pasted, typed shit from like a newspaper. By 2023, there will be no mail between New York and San Francisco, Pittsburgh, and London. Concerns will record on talking films and 1,000 mile an hour freighters will make deliveries of goods before sunset. That sounds creepy. Watch size radio telephones will keep everyone in communication with the ends of the earth. Well, it's iPhone or Apple Watch. <laughs> well, yeah. You know what I find is that I think in general, oh, it's it's amazing that for all of the things that, for as much science fiction as was written and as much prognosticating as there was in fiction about like what the world would be like in the future, I feel like kind of the wireless bit is the part that people didn't anticipate. It was always like, you know, we will have tubes going straight through the earth that'll allow a message to get there in 25 seconds, but just people couldn't wrap their head around just, it'll go up in the air. Right. And come back down that, that, and I'm not saying that I would have thought of that, but I think it's, you're going to have this watch size radio telephone, which, so you'll, well, I guess that would, I don't know if this person thought that that would be connected to something. Maybe I'm full of shit here. Well, I wouldn't think they would because then your yeah, well, wrist you, is connected to the wall. That's not a that's not a communicator. It's a leash. Yeah. You're you're a victim of uh, being someone's sex slave in the dungeon at that point. Yeah. This is the room with Brie Larson. Right. That kind of reminds me of this dumb joke that I think my dad used to tell about um, a guy was like walking around with uh, at the airport with like a Dick Tracy watch because <laughs> that's what they're talking about is Dick Tracy. Yeah. Watches, exactly. Right? And I uh, said, the guy, so this guy's watching this other guy and he's carrying his suitcases and he puts them down and then talks into the thing and then um, and goes somewhere else. And then he sets his suitcases back down, talks into the thing. The guy goes over, he's like, holy shit, you've got it. And this is in the eighties. My dad's telling the joke. You got a Dick Tracy watch. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, you, I'm a very, very I'm a very rich person. It's always been my dream to have one of those. I will pay any amount of money 
for that. And the guy's like, nah, I, I really love it. I'm just not going to give up my Dick Tracy watch. And the guy's like, I'll give you 10,000. No, I'll give you 20,000. I'll give you 50,000. Guy's like, okay, fine. Here you go. Here's my watch. The guy gives him $50,000, perfectly happy. But then as he walks away, the guy who sold the watch goes, oh, hold on. You forgot the batteries. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> right? That's so stupid. I hate that. You love that. I hate it. That reminds you of uh, spending a day joking around with your dad. He's dead. You're the bed. <laughs> that was last week. That was last week. That's every week. What's another prediction, dad? Um, Say it as my dad. <laughs> I don't know if I can do whole statements like this. Um, Cancer would be radical. <laughs> Crimes of tuberculosis are in an apparatus? Cancer, tuberculosis, infantaparalysis. Infantaparalysis? Yeah. Leprosy. Oh, God. God. This should be the only way people get their their diagnosis, is this voice calls them and tells them. Bad news. Leprosy. It's leprosy. Upside, pal. <laughs> You're leper. <laughs> You're crying. Okay. Give me another one. Fewer doctors. Um. Because all of those diseases... Because there's too many TikTokers, so they're right. Because all of those diseases will have been eradicated. And let's see. So cancer has not been eradicated, nor are we anywhere really close to that. They to- just started giving, you know, saying that there are people who are experiencing for the first time because of the stem cell therapy um, being cleared of AIDS. <coughs> Yes, three that's to four right. years of stem stem cell mm-hmm, therapy. Which so is- they're they're getting there with stuff, but I will say tuberculosis do you know anybody who's had tb there you go so they're kind of right about that um locomotor ataxia oh boy i think it's safe to say that we <laughs> eradicated that God, and that, le- and, that le- and leprosy just got my cousin last week <laughs> it's not a pretty not a pretty sight that means you just burn. you got <laughs> locomotor <laughs> all people will be beautiful uh-huh. Beauty contests <laughs> will be unnecessary as there will be so many beautiful people, it will be almost impossible to select winners. The same will apply to baby contests. I guess there was a time where people ranked babies on attractiveness. That is so bizarre. Do you remember that show? The 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 the, the, the Who wants s- to marry a baby? No, the one with this the swan. Yeah, oh sure, yeah. How are we not talking more about that show? I think people are talking about that. These people would go on to a mm, show right. and they'd go on the show because they were so ugly. Right. They won a contest to get severe plastic surgery to completely change their structure of their face so much right. so that the family didn't even recognize them. And then everybody was happy that they were beautiful after this horrible surgery. What was what? it? Was it called The Swan? I think it might have been The Swan. Yeah. I got to see who who produced this show. What's the problem? It's so fucked up. If I don't like my face and I can't afford to change it, but this TV show will change it for me. I don't know. Just the idea of like. I know that people have criticized it. I think people did criticize it at the time. And I think it's only become more poorly regarded as time has gone on. It doesn't age well, I guess. I saw a thing that was, it was on Reddit all the front page of Reddit all weekend where there was a guy and a girl where this dude had, he looked like um, if you drew a caricature of Adrian Brody, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then they just like took off half of the nose and half of the chin. And then the guy, if you saw him, you might go, oh, there's something about that guy's, something about that guy's face that I don't, it's a little bit, eh, whatever. Whereas before it would have been like, whoa, you're like a Dick Tracy villain. Second Dick Tracy reference in one I show. Know, Thank you. Wow. Really tossed. So what's the problem? It's not that we live in a society where we're forcing people to go under the knife. It's just the idea of what beauty is. 
you know, so there's no I, such thing the as idea, there's no such thing as ugly people right like just the idea that because someone doesn't fit the way other people look and that they'd that would hurt them so much they'd want to change their face makes me sad i think that there's some people it's complicated man we're all complicated i think there's some people who have really like weird striking faces like adrian brody who love that schnoz who make it work and i've 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 said it for years and i truly mean it when it comes to women i almost like butterfaces more than i like conventionally attractive women now butterfaces it's a gr- I love when somebody just has a really striking, unusual face. <clears throat> I've just seen, like, pretty can only take so many forms. I've seen girls that look like, you know, Heidi Montag a million times. Yeah, that's L- maybe that's L.A. Like, you being here can totally change so many of your views. I don't know. I, you and I live in two different cities. I don't see all of these beautiful plastic surgery people. I don't really either, but just being in the entertainment industry. Yeah. Well, again, you and I live in different. I'm not in the entertainment industry. I work in my basement. You kind of are. Kind of. Just barely. I'm barely in it as well. You're more you're 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 my lifeline to it. So if you're just barely in it, I'm screwed. <laughs> um I just don't see any issue with people. Uh, okay, like I kind of think that there might be something to this prediction from 1923 that, that everyone's all be people beautiful. will be beautiful because I think so many more people have um the 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 access to um makeup did you hear that, that? was mine stop oh, God, stop felt bog- like stop bogarting my tummy that was your issues that was de- I, I actually felt my my hand was on my side i felt my stomach i gurgle. felt it over here weird gurgle twins <laughs> um <laughs> sure that wasn't mine I, I can't swear to it but i'm pretty sure like i think everybody can afford makeup and everybody can watch tutorials online of how to actually put your stuff on. And I think the average, I mean, it's hard to say because if everybody gets, it's like if everybody gets richer, nobody got richer. I mean, like Sorry, that guys. was you. Sorry, guys. There is a sort of relative thing. I think like the, the, like the, the, the average person nowadays is, would be like more attractive if they went back in the past. Oh, yeah, because everyone back in the day, the, you see photos of them, and they're like, they're in high school. They look like they're 55. Right, exactly. So, so it, it's kind of come true. Yeah. I don't actually, like, see many people. I, I, I'm not trying to sound like some hippie here, but, like, I don't see that many people that I'm like, wow, that person is ugly. Do you? Don't want to answer that. Like if you were surveying the crowd with the house lights up in a no, in, there's not really. But I'm also just, not. It's just like yeah, that's like these are these are just people. These are just people, right? I think most people just look like people. Yeah, I think there's like hot people, but but then the, those are usually the worst people. They often are. hot people tend to be the worst people, right? Unless you get a late bloomer. Love me a late bloomer. Oh god, a late blooming hot person <sighs> like a Seth Rogen. Wait, wait, uh huh. <laughs> He's like cute. It wasn't always cute. You, you know, perfect example, Chris Pratt. Right, exactly. Late blooming hot even person. Though, even though now it's for sure gone to his head. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Was that you or me? That was me. Where did that come out of? Midsection. My gut. That did not sound like it came out of your gut. Where do you think it came out of? You think I farted? I felt something. No, I felt something. Did you fart? I did not fart. I'll be happy to let you know if and when I do. You okay? better. I promise. You better not creep fart on me. No, I wouldn't do that. Okay. Chris Pratt is a born again, right? No, something like that. Yeah, I think the I think the 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 Pratt lash is fully underway at this point. I think which is good. We he, found a crack in his armor. He 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 flew a little too close to the sun. He did. Okay, moving on. Moving on, more <laughs> predictions. Yeah, I love these by the year. Um, 2023 the united states population will be 300 million people that's like pretty accurate actually mm-hmm. what are you casting aspersions on that population estimate? no no i just wondering who this witch is who did it yeah right um newspapers will have been out of business for 50 years oh wow mm-hmm 
That's me. Whoa. That was a loud one. You Thank have fireworks you. going on in your gut. Yeah. You got kombucha? It's because I didn't or eat. some yogurt? No, I, I just need to eat. Okay. My, my stomach I is- I had pizza. I know, and I didn't. What? I didn't. I had one tiny little- I had them cut it in, in 12 instead of eight, and I had one. I had one 12th wow. pizza. I had less than one slice. I had more. I had two slices. I, I just, I, I, I like to be lean and mean when I pod. All right. Well, I've been f- fat and happy. All fat and sassy. Remember that lady? I'm getting breads and desserts again, all fat and sassy. We do not begin the day by reading the world's news, but by listening to it. Whoa. Because the newspaper has gone out of business more than a half century before close well timeline's a little off but yeah. yeah that's definitely what about when the decline would have started is well a little less than 50 a little less than ago. 50 i would say like the early early 2000s but like you could argue in a lot in a lot of ways the newspaper is out of business because like if if you read um the the new york times or the or the la times online right Mm-hmm. That's not technically a newspaper. No. <clears throat> well, what about if somebody just read the LA Times and then made that a podcast and you listen to that? Like, it's all still the LA Times. But we're not reading the paper. But we're not reading the paper anymore. So different. And the retention is so different. Yeah. I used to work at the Post Standard with my dad in Syracuse. And we worked in the customer service department. And all these old ladies would always call complaining about where their paper was delivered. Yeah. It was wet. The rain <laughs> took it. It snowed. <laughs> <laughs> extra, extra, love that. <laughs> My dad sounded nothing like that, so I don't know why it makes me laugh. We used to work in the. We used to work in the. <laughs> what? Jiminy what? Jiminy Simmons. Well, what you over? <laughs> what did you say? Jiminy who? Germany surrenders. World War II over. Man, you've been out of Syracuse too long. Lost your roots. A new polar airline is opened, making flights across the North Pole from Chicago to Hamburg possible. In 18 hours. Boy, still a popular route to this day. Yeah, Everyone's, hot hot route. One so of those many, hot routes. That's what bi-coastal really means. When yeah. you have a place in Chicago and a place in Hamburg. Go from but the North Pole to Hamburg. They do fly over the North Pole. I guess they didn't used to. I feel like quite a few flights go. Well, everybody knows if you go over the North Pole, then you end up in the Bermuda Triangle. That's the direct route. That's where Bermuda is. Yep. Everybody knows that science. Life expectancy will be 300 years. God, that sounds exhausting. Can you imagine? It, it sounds exhausting. What? Uh, it sounds like... You would have to... Marriage would have to go out the window, right? Yeah. I mean, you can't. it totally would make... It, it totally would break the idea of a soulmate. Right. That would be so weird and so awkward. It's so easy say, to say you have a soulmate when you only live for 40 years, you know? To say, like, to, uh, not till death do us part, but, like, I am I will stay with you for a hundred years. If that. Let's go for 80. Mm-hmm. And then see what happens. Like, one lifetime, like, less than a lifetime. Because if we're going to live three, that's technically three lifetimes, even though it'll be considered one because that's where we've evolved to but from right. our standpoint I understand yeah you're getting less in a lifetime yeah because i want to be a whore in my 80s it's not too late thank you fashion women will probably be shaving their heads <laughs> maidens may pronounce it the height of style in personal primping to blacken their teeth what? Shave your head, blacken your teeth. That sounds like a great costume for a horror film. You're not wrong. That'd be a cool creature. And if you think that's wild, men will be wearing curls. Well, they already do the Hasidic juice, the pays. They were probably doing it then, right? Yeah, they've been doing it for Evs. Right, it would be. OG. Do you know what? They're actually right. 
that um it's pro- okay how about this how about this while i would not say it is popular for women to shave their head it has never been more popular i agree it. okay agreed black in their teeth no never happening not not probably, never happening probably, not in hollywood probably not happening anywhere and, and probably not happening you know that's against your will that's a result of whatever extracurricular activities you got going on men I, I this is one of the heights of curly hair popularity for men i would say like in the disco era for sure guys were doing it poofy poofy curls but now guys all wanted to have that fake toupee thing yep where they bring it up the sides and that's then right that yep knit cap of curls yeah yeah give me more i'm addicted to it oh let's see yeah men will curl their hair private kitchens will disappear tomorrow's food will be seasoned and prepared by chemical formulas well, they're not completely wrong. Which will preserve the freshness of fruits and meats, rid them of indigestible qualities, and send them to the table ready to use instead of sauces that merely cozen the palate. Cozen was apparently a word in 1923. Love it. We shall have delectable blends of concentrated vitamins, calories, ferments, and tissue tonics. I mean, he's more right than wrong. Yeah, you, it's, just it's, said, it's pa- the, you just said Panera. They just boil yeah. things in plastic bags. It's the industrial revolution, what it did to our food. Yeah. We already were experiencing the ramifications of that. Yeah. And <clears throat> I think you could probably argue that if you take a, a pre-prepared thing or a thing that's delivered to your house and microwave it and then eat it, you have not used your kitchen. No. Right. You No, you have not. You have not cooked. Right. I wonder what percentage of people prepare less than like 20% of their food. And the number might even be a little bit higher and it could still be ludicrous. Because like if, if, if all that you can do is like maybe you have like one thing that you can make. Like I know how to boil pasta and throw tomato sauce on top of it. I will count that as cooking yeah. dinner. The people who either like don't just do not prepare anything plus the people who like in a pinch, I can do that. Um, I know how to boil an egg. I know how to fry an egg. I'll make toast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll pour out a bowl of cereal. Like if you say that if that's all you do, I'm saying you don't cook. Yes, I wonder cook. what percentage of people are those two groups. Because I, I did know people. It's a cliche, but it was true in some instances in New York. People who... Oh, New York. Yeah, they rarely cook. People who actually literally used their stove as a shoe rack. Yeah, that's... I, I've, seen, I've seen that. That's why, like, in New York City, the kitchen... The bathroom can be in the kitchen because no one really uses the kitchen. Mm-hmm. You, it's, it's a city of convenience. Yeah, right. I barely cooked. I lived there for 10 years. I probably can count on my hands the amount of meals I cooked. Oh, that's strange. Well, you're rude. Because I found... You're going to have curly hair and black teeth, so you better watch it. For 300 wait. years, you're going to be looking like that I'm rat bastard. A, I'm ready for a makeover. Because um, what I found when I lived in New York is as many great restaurants as there are, there's also um, an abundance of places where you can get really awesome ingredients to make your own stuff. That's also one of the benefits. It feels really passive-aggressive. Tell hey, me I should have cooked more. I was busy building a career. You want to lead... I was busy building a career. I respect your... Uh, right to lead a really shitty life. I would I would like to say this person who said we're going to be more attractive did not converse with the person who said we're going to have curly hair, black teeth, and live to be 300. That's a troll. <laughs> so they got to get bald, together. Black teeth. <laughs> yeah. Um, people will wear kidney cozies. What? Kidney cozies will be worn to protect the kidneys on chilly days, just the same as a teapot in the north is kept warm by a tea cozy. Maybe that's what you've needed this whole show. Kidney cozy? Yeah, it sounds like well, your you kidneys s- are disrupted. You keep taking credit for all of my stomach noises and yet blaming me for having a noisy stomach. And now I've pulled the I've pulled the can off of one ear so I can get some ambient noise and all the firing is coming from that side of the damn field. Okay? Hmm. So, I feel like it's been all quiet on the tummy front for a minute here. Yeah, I'm worried because that means there's movement. Where's that going? Uh, oh, here we go. How shall we fight in 2023? Mm. Jets 
of water highly charged with electricity, <laughs> which will render yes. cavalry obsolete. Obsolete. So, like, we're going to electrocute them with electrocuted water yeah, bombs? We're shoot electric. Hell yes. It's a pretty effective weapon. That's a great idea. And it's not too late for us to make that. This person should have written for, like, sh- for, for Mortal Kombat. Professor A.M. Lowe. Electrified water? I am going to blast that at my neighbors. That sounds like a fun time. A.M. Lowe, A.M. Lowe sounds like a rapper that uses a lot of four-syllable words. A.M. Lowe? A.M. Lowe. A.M. Lowe. A.M. Lowe. It does. Mm. Wireless telephony. It's a river fish, right? I believe it's a sight Kardashian. <laughs> sight, heat, power, and writing. So wireless everything. Wireless telephones, yeah. wireless heat, wireless power. We still don't really have wireless power. I mean, we do. You could the charger that you put stuff on top of. But our grids are all. But the uh, no, but like the idea that you could just have uh, like a, a TV on the wall. Yeah. And it could just be, and you could plug something in over here and then it's just kind of shooting the electric. It's still dangerous to shoot electricity through I the, feel like, through I, the yeah, air. I feel like uncontained electricity is the problem here. Yeah. Uh, Got more? Yeah. Let me see. Canada may well have 100 million people. What's I think Canada's they, population. Check me. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say forty million. I'm gonna say seventy. Radio will replace gasoline. Oh, you're almost right on the nose. Yeah, I know they have thirty-eight point two. Yeah, as of I looked at last year. I looked that up from time to time. Cheater. They have about ten percent the population of us, but they are cheating because everybody thinks of Canadians as being igloo people of the north. Yeah. But in reality, most of them live further south than the northernmost boundary of America. Lion ass Canadians. They're 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 virtual Syracusians. That's everyone thinks I'm from Canada. Really? Everyone? Nobody does. Every single person in this room? Nah. Everyone nah. in this room. You seem like more like Southern white trash, really. Wow. <laughs> so that just happened. <laughs> That's rude. I kind of feel like you're more like a pale Mexican. Jesus. <laughs> Where's Molly? Bring Molly back. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, I think the rest of this might just be reactions to that. I think we may have learned everything. Well, they they were surprisingly accurate. Yeah. What is there anything because the world I, I feel like the world has all of a sudden become the future. Do you know what I mean? Like there were so yeah. many things that it like I remember there was this TV show that used to be on Fox when Fox first started and they didn't like have any money. So they had like enough money for uh, like three shows, but they needed 10. So they just had like Married with Children and The Simpsons and then a bunch of like like Herman's Head, like stuff that was yeah. just like nothing. So they had a show called Beyond Tomorrow. And it was just all about inventions that were coming out. And I remember they had this sleep helmet and they're like, you're going to, you can wear this for 30 minutes and sleep in it and you'll wake up and it'll be like, you got a full night's sleep. And it's like almost like, like meditation. <clears throat> I'm like, wow, that is like, that's going to be such a game changer. My life will be so much better. Cause I was always staying up too late. Cause I was just like, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to, you know, just procrastinating with doing my homework when I was in school. And then I'd be like, fuck, I stayed up till four in the morning again. And then I'd wake up and my parents would be banging on my door. You got to get up, got to get in the shower. You got, I'd, I'd, I'd go in the shower and I'd just like lay down on the bathroom floor and go back to sleep. And I was like, man, if I could just sleep for 30 minutes, this wouldn't be a problem anymore. So I remember that, you know, we'd all think about what's it going to be like when when it's the year 2000 <clears throat> and all of a sudden, honestly, going to see Avatar, the most recent Avatar in the theater, which is not good, but I still recommend that you go and spend at least a half hour there. When I was watching it, I was it's like, terrible. Have you seen it? Yeah, it's brutal. But felt like a felt like a under like a National Geographic water special on acid. Yeah, and it's it so self congratulatory of him. Yeah, and it also felt more. The graphics looked more like um, Luca. Uh, like what? What's Luca? <gasps> it's a great movie. Uh, I think. It's oh, Disney. oh, oh, the Disney one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was thinking of the, the Susan, gay boy who comes Susan, out. The Suzanne Vega song. It's about the gay boy who comes out. Uh, it's been a minute. The fish, fish kid. Yeah. And his little fish dick. 
Yeah, he's gay. It's about coming out. Gotcha. As uh, a little Italian boy. Uh, I just felt like Avatar to me looked. It was like a quantum leap forward for video game graphics. Yes. Like I was like, this is what video. I think video games will look like in like fifty years. Mm. There were times my kids because it was so long and they were so bored that we went to the bathroom. There was like nobody else in the theater. They went to the bathroom. Like my my daughter went to the bathroom like four times during the movie, and I was like more than happy to go with her. And literally, even just standing by the entrance of the theater and watching the screen from a different angle, I'm like, it, it doesn't. It, like it doesn't compute with me that the, I feel like I'm in a dream right now. <clears throat> These graphics are so far advanced from what every movie from every movie I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. The movie itself sucks, but the technology is so breathtaking. That's it. That's it's not a movie. It's his. It's a, a commercial for his technology. It's a visual experience. Yeah, and that, that's I tweeted that exactly. It's that's gonna, exactly it's what it is. Going to be amazing when somebody makes a movie that's not Avatar two with this stuff. Yeah, like that has an actual plot. Right, for sure. That isn't seven hours long. Right. Jeez, it just felt like a hijacking. I was so mad at him after. I'm like, what the fuck? Well, the good news is there's only like four more of them coming. He's doing ten. Is that you? Was that me? I think that was you. I think that was me. Wow. I felt that. Yeah. Was that you? I don't think so. That's me. (laughs) I thought that was me. Oh, my goodness. I don't know where my tummy gurgles and in yours begin are we done really (laughs) i swear that was you (laughs) seeking the truth never gets old Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.